0: Hello, and welcome to Smash, Loot, and Roll. Our adventurers have been recruited by the group known as the Harpers to find and return to Waterdeep, the Galt, Neverwinter, and if possible, Ufus Borlock. In the grand wisdom of all adventuring groups, they have chosen to split the party. Adrock and Kelgrace will travel by griffin north to the city of Neverwinter, while Ares, Bowden, and Chip will travel north by sea on the sailing ship, the Marionette. Let's join our adventurers and see how they fare in their travels to the north. Please enjoy episode thirty-eight of Smash Loot and Roll splitting the party.
1: Yeah, I know I'm excited to get caught up.
0: I'm trying to remember where uh where we missed you out of.
2: Oh, she she missed the, the murder mystery.
0: Oh, you missed the rose ball. <laughs>
3: yep. And also. A rose a
0: and what else, series? What else, Angela?
3: Us, us splitting us splitting up. Oh yeah. I think she's used to that. She's so yes. used
0: to the party going in three different directions. She's like, where you guys go? Oh great. Hey, yeah. <laughs>
2: They're gone. Like, <laughs> we'll I'll catch up. It's fine. <laughs> Hand me my drink. You guys keep going. Yes. <laughs> All good. All you good. and
0: you and Kyle just sort of hung back and and um kept watch at the uh troll skull manor. Enjoyed the festivities and the
1: mm.
0: new local band that likes to hang out there.
1: Staycation.
0: There you go. So, uh, Adrock and Calgary's figure out their uh, communication situation. We'll catch you up on the Rose Ball there, Chip.
2: Yes, please.
0: So, the uh, Adrock was actually invited to a uh, ball to, as a test, unbeknownst to him or any other member of the party, to try to help identify a dark elf spy somehow kel grace decided to uh go talk to somebody and wound up in a room with a a murdered body. body a murdered elf and long story short they managed to successfully chase off the murderer not exactly capture her found out at least to be another elf and uh later found found out that the uh dead elf was realizing that somebody was trying to kill him so he made sure to make preparations to have a resurrection spell. somebody who can cast resurrection and bring him back in case it did happen and the party was hired into the uh espionage group or secret group espionage group whatever you like to call them known as the harpers harpers are a intelligence and generally good group that tries to keep the evils of the world at bay and away from the average citizens. When they were asked to go on a mission from Waterdeep up to Neverwinter to retrieve the former open lord of uh, Waterdeep, which is de Galt Neverwinter, um, bring him back for justice. So in the infinite wisdom in the party, they decided to kelgra- kelgra- Kelgrock. Adrock and Kelgrace, good god Gary.
1: You made us we, we have a thing.
0: Keldrock. Yep. Keldrock. <laughs> there's the name of the there there's the name of the uh episode, Keldrock. Yep. Nope. Uh they they decided to take the two bands. As men-
2: long as his pants stay fancy. That's the if they're yeah. shiny then the dragon is, is yep. it's going yeah on too. Um it's important.
0: Yep. So uh, they decided to uh, take the two Griffin uh, statues they have. They're going to fly up north, take them about a day and a half. While the rest of the party decided they're going to take a uh, a coastal ride up on a sailing ship to the from Waterdeep to Neverwinter, which takes about double the time.
1: And
4: suddenly, Adrock Sound doesn't work.
0: That about that about sum up what you guys did over the last couple episodes. Pretty much.
2: Adrock was asking if we were transporting a prisoner.
0: North or south?
2: Are we transporting north or south? No, I was asking anybody.
0: Can you guys hear him?
5: No, no, I he I, I get a mumbly. <laughs> All right, so me and Emily are flying, or me and Kilgrace are flying. Yep. yep.
0: While the other, while well, remainder of your group, are going to board the ship known as the Marionette, and travel north, okay. on the open ocean. <laughs>
5: do you want to change it no i can't
2: change the name of the ship i don't like mean, the kind of connotation
5: technically talking to god he can change the name we just have to <laughs> make have it, to make it while. Sure I
4: mean. Well, it's spelled mary o apostrophe n-e-t-t-e so
0: right. marionette <laughs> instead of marionette
4: it's the marionette Mary marionette she well, was you're,
0: not, you're not on this ship there, Kelgrace. You should be fine. I
2: like my friends.
0: I've never had them before.
4: So, yeah. So, so somehow, they managed to get the, the dwarf onto a boat.
0: Well, they, they did say they were, they were transporting a uh, good sum of alcohol. Yes.
4: Yeah, so unfortunately, it had to be applied to the dwarf before it was loaded on board.
0: There's nothing wrong with some anesthetic to get on there. (laughs) They gave the dwarf some happy juice and he (laughs) gradually rolled on. So
4: why why, why is my room moving?
1: (laughs) Carry on.
0: Lee's not there to put you out. (laughs) All right, Grace, Edrock. As you guys welcome once again, everybody, to some more fun. But uh as you guys all start your day. And uh kill grace and androck you guys pull up your magical griffin activate them you know the the flight's about a day and a half which means you use pretty much both griffin statues to get there um, because each griffin only lasts about eight hours so given that you guys take off flying up the northern coast following the uh the road and the coast who wants to give me a d20 roll
5: for the day of travel oh sure why not that you way we don't have can to blame me if something goes wrong. Excellent. Even Woo! I'll take it.
2: Woohoo! 15. You roll? 15. <laughs> it didn't come up on mine. Normally I can see it.
4: You might have yeah. it collapsed.
0: You just going to pull up the game log. Yeah, it's
2: fine.
0: So as you tra- as you jump into the sky about no, I wouldn't say early morning, but mid morning or before mid morning. You guys get a good. It's very interesting for those that have normally been based on the ground to go up in the air and actually see the world from a whole different view. See the world from the eyes of a bird and see how small they get, and you realize that Adrock driving the uh, Griffin likes to change the altitudes to get different perspectives of how big and small things get, and you know move out, follow the winds. And, you know, without much direction and control, you know, without much uh, having to do much with the magical griffin, it's an easy flight. Uh, You get a nice suddenly warm wind that seems to add a good clip to the the flight path, bringing you over uh, the northern coast as you fly from Waterdeep to Neverwinter. You get the nice rolling hills off to your right with farmlands and a few small towns. I'd say probably more of a, I wouldn't say towns, I'd probably say more villages of farmlands. As you travel north, you eventually reach a point where it's wooded, but you always get the coast, the birds traveling, uh, watching the waves crash, see a couple of small islands. Maybe off in the distance, you see a couple of sailing ships that aren't hugging the coast, but are far enough out from your altitude that you guys get a good idea that you know they're traveling south with some goods. Um, towards the end of the towards the end of the day, you guys are just crusting over what it looks like the land has gone from a rugged, almost savanna uh, high grassland to a bit of a marsh. Uh, if anybody wants to give me a history roll, you guys might know what marsh this is called.
5: I have a I plus
1: have four. A, what is your
0: history? Uh, I've also go Grace. Got plus four, plus two, stand more. Then I'll roll it. Uh, 13. 13. Why did it come, uh, salt, Yeah, there we go. I was like, why did I just blank on the whole name? But <sighs> you guys come up to what's effectively known as the salt marshes of the coast, uh, with a large area, river had lets out into it and pretty much the lowlands between two peaks has caused the the areas to somewhat flood and everything else used to be people had put keeps on uh and tried to settle the area and just found out it was too overwrought with various troublesome entities from ghosts to undead to you know there's even a couple legends of uh hags that control the area but uh as you guys get to about the southernmost edge of the marsh and everything else, you realize the magic of the griffin is coming to an end. Um, you know, you've you've done a good uh float for eight hours and everything else, so you guys can find a good spot. Or you guys, if you liked, uh land the griffin, pull out your next one and uh travel north. What would you guys like to do?
1: You know, just, what were our everything options again? Good. Sorry,
0: you guys are on the southern edge of the of the salt marsh uh, flats. I Pricerous don't know up. why we would want to explore that. To be completely honest, it's um, about a, a half a day, a little over more, a little, little over a half a day's flight from um, Neverwinter from this point.
5: Do you want to be here for a long time or a good time, Kelgrace? Grace? If you want a good time, we explore the marsh. If you want a long time, we keep going. I
2: think that's not a question. Okay. um all right Shoot. what's your name what did you put in that drink
5: uh it was a
2: it was a um me <laughs> really strongly <laughs> what is your name adrock okay thank you um
4: do, I, I'll have what she's having.
2: <laughs> it was really good, don't get me wrong, but holy crap, like my face
1: is burning right now. Um, we're trying, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I feel like, yeah, sign me up for idea. that, please. <laughs> would it would be a better idea for you to make this decision. Please text me the recipe. Okay, bye.
4: Suddenly a Griffin rider comes up.
1: Woo! All
4: right, pull it over. (laughs) Do you know that you ran through at least three stoplights back there? Definitely a DUI. I can't get out of it. I'm sorry. Do you know how hard it is to put a light in the middle of the sky?
0: (laughs) You were wondering what those uh, red, orange, and green birds flying around in circles were. (laughs) meaning at various points of your travel
4: exactly <laughs> traffic control for griffins.
1: <laughs> why didn't you stop well the bird died <laughs> ran it over
0: you notice just before your magical griffin as you land and transform it back to figurine who knows there's a bunch of red feathers that sort of pop out of its mouth it sort of spits it around
5: <laughs> it, it ate it
0: <laughs> it ate it, it well
5: it ate the red all right light. so do you want the uh do you want the marsh or do you want to keep going i recommend we keep going but if you want to if you want to stop and have a uh okay. a few we'll time. Just keep going all right we'll Wait, keep going
2: okay all right oh look he's disappointed
5: no i'm never disappointed no he's just going to reuse that storyline for them and it, okay. instead of being in a marsh, it'll
0: be on the ocean. The DM has fun regardless. Who would like to roll the uh, d20 for the next part of the adventure as you guys are going to... Uh, the nice thing is it's summertime so you guys gotta, You guys might make it just before dark, darkness settles over another never winter. What'd you roll? Natural 20 it looks like. 19. 19 is even better.
2: Close enough. But, no, that's not better than 20.
5: She's drunk, but she's not that drunk. <laughs> so as you
0: guys continue your flight on, you notice that the uh Griffin seems to fall in line with a a flock of you know birds that look probably the uh oh what are those what's the the ice the uh ice spire geese. Um as they're flying north north to their uh somewhere you area. Just say
1: ice
2: spire geese
0: ice spire
2: ice spire okay yeah. thank you
0: uh it's the uh northern reaches of what's up in the northern reaches of the continent uh right behind the right across the uh in into the world mountains can you recall those about names mm, nope i i'll think of them later but anyways they're they're typically northern geese come out of the you know come south for the winter and everything else and you know travel back and forth and but the griffin seems to follow them behind and you seem to make very good time and between them fo- the griffin catching a nice uh thermal heading north you guys wind up making some very good time and uh getting about an hour before excuse me sundown you guys come up upon the city had never winter off. And the first thing you see about the city is the large smoking mountain off to the east, not too far from it. You know it's barren on the top. It's got gray smoke that just sort of billows out in a in a constant form. Uh, and then as you go west from the giant from the mountain, you notice that you can see uh, blackened flows that move down mountain that have uh, cut through the green trees and uh as you can see them gone through the fields and everything else so you're almost pretty sure uh the mountain has erupted sometime in the recent history um and caused lava flows to travel across the land and you can follow the lava flows some of them made it all the, way to the city walls some of them made them into the city um and then as you look across the majestic city of northern where which is called the jewel of the north you notice on the coast, right at the harbor, is the large castle, with spires. At your distance, you're guessing probably 15 to 20 stories tall for the castle on the coast. Uh, You clearly see the river that runs, that ends in the harbor, runs through the heart of the city, and goes directly past the Smoking Mountain in the distance, usually you guys are pulling up. Much smaller than much smaller than what you uh, are accustomed to for size and Waterdeep figuring maybe about half the population. But as you guys approach and take a bit of a wide circle, you notice there's no Griffin riders like in Waterdeep to come up and, you know, track you guys down and, and force you not to fly in. But you guys do take note of the guard towers on the various, on the walls. And you notice that it's not just a one-walled city around it for the whole city, but the city is actually sectioned off in about in four different quadrants. And you can see guard towers. and some some of the guards look up, point to you guys, you see a couple of them look uh, will train like uh the large ballistas at you guys track you for a moment. Uh, you can see some guards with binoculars looking up at you, but they don't really they don't overly react to your flight in. You see ships in the harbor. Uh, it's a busy port. You do notice in the in one of the southern and the one of the southern quadrants, southeastern quadrant of the city, you see a large rift of earth where it looks like a jagged scar where the land just opened up, and you can see smoke billowing that same ashy gray smoke billing out of that. A lot of the city, uh a lot of the edge of the city that's surrounded by that, that is blackened. Um, Charged from fire and as you fly and you make your circle you notice that there's a lot of construction going on as if the city's in the midst of being rebuilt aside from the giant smoke billowing out of the city and the the billowing uh volcano off the distance in the active city one of the things that really catches your attention is the actual floating moats of earth that hang throughout different parts of neverwinter so instead of just being you know you guys bring in the griffin at one point in the setting sun you realize what you thought was a trick of light is actually a chain leading down from a piece of earth that's just randomly floating above the city (coughs) some of them actually have buildings on them that are occupied you can see people sort of look out the windows some wave to you uh other ones Wait, they're
2: in the air like floating
0: Yeah, they're in the air and floating. It's just chunks of land floating. Some of them, most of them have some type of chain mechanism or ropes and bridges between them to actually be able to connect. Um, as a quick count, you think 30 or about 30 pieces of uh ground that are big enough to actually you know anything from the smallest of like a one-third acre area all the way up to something about the size of a football stadium. Coliseum about the size of that float throughout the city with chains on them There's some Some of them have some bridges between them uh, others just have simple chains that hold them anchored to a point on the earth but they seem to dot the landscape
1: above the city of Neverwinter and then
0: uh, figured I'd give you an opportunity to see, see what you guys wanted to say or do
2: that is a lot of information to take
1: in.
0: I'm either doing a very bad job as
5: a narrator or a very good one.
1: <laughs> do we have a prioritized task?
5: Yeah, you okay. did. You did put the two ADHD folks together, so we are going to need a. We are going to need something novel, interesting. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, you do realize your prior. You do remember your prioritized. I task. No, you, you, you gave me way too much vodka. Okay?
4: There's a place out to the Challenging or a, urgent. There's a place to the east there's we're ultimately supposed to hit, right?
0: You, so Adrock and Kelgrace, you remember that your contact for the Harpers is a baker named Elisa. Annalisa, excuse me.
5: We're gonna go see
0: them. That is located in the river district next to the actual harbor. Um she runs the Baker's Dozen.
5: We're gonna see her then. So we'll uh, we'll uh, get off our um, our. I think our I got Griffins. distracted
2: by all the fire. To be completely honest, so you're going to have to pull me back here, Adrock.
5: We're gonna we're gonna get off our our Griffins at the appropriate place yeah. uh, and make our way to to the Baker.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you
5: uh made very task oriented.
0: go you know, Grace, as you you made Adrock spin the Griffin over to uh, at least do a flyby of that uh, rift in the city over on the, uh, Eastern quadrant, you realize that there's an open lava flow that you can see that's helping billow out steam and not just, uh, smoke, but you know, you can see some lava boils popping up from time to time as you guys fly by it. And you guys, you you guys find an open spot, uh, at a, at a park, just, uh, a little bit North of the Harbor. And, uh, you guys land the Griffin sort of pops away in a couple of the, you notice a couple of the town guards, and when when I say town guards, they they remind you more of the military than the actual town guard. They're a little bit more heavily armored. They have uh, the collars of the you know they have a a purple and gold style um, tabard that they wear for their for their collars, <laughs> and they come walking up to you, and go, and the one steps forward and goes, "Greetings, travelers." How can we help you? They don't seem really surprised to see somebody come flying in on the Griffin and everything else, but they do at least make make a note to come up. They do make a point to come up and engage you guys.
5: I'm Adrock. That's Cal Grace. We're here to visit your wonderful city.
0: Welcome. Are you looking for anything in particular? Mercenary. There's several mercenary guilds that would probably uh, be willing to hire your skill set just based on the fact of what you flew in on.
1: Who's looking? Uh, Who's looking? He goes, well, as you can see, the city's a trap. (laughs) It's always a
0: trap. Everything's a trap.
2: Hold on. He got his papers out. We're in big trouble.
0: So he goes, well, as you can see, he's sort of, pans around he goes the city is being rebuilt still since the uh since hot new uh spewed fire and ash on it a little over a decade and a half ago they're still rebuilding the city so the lord's protectors are now in place to uh you know guard and maintain the uh commerce of the city protect the citizens from the 'er ne'er-do-wells that want to be part of the city the uh, the unruly orcish tribe of, to the north that keeps wanting to cause issues, as well as a few of the uh, older mercenary groups that have fallen out of favor. He goes, so the Lord Protectors are always, you know, one that could always have, would always be willing to hire people with fewer skills. I can How do they know that.
1: about our
2: skills? Just because we really
0: they're making you you, you got a pretty good idea they're making an assumption, the fact that they saw you land on a griffin and all of a sudden uh it sort of popped out of existence. Okay. That that's the basic you know, that's basically what you're getting for the assumption is they have no idea what you guys are. I, I think are. I'm just like
2: making sure that this is not like a place I've actually been before that I've forgotten about and they're like, oh shit, she's back.
0: Okay. Um no, it's not that. It's just you get the distinct impression that it's more along the lines of how you guys made your entry in, into town. I mean we are pretty
5: fancy. It's slightly less uh inconspicuous than we should be doing. Womp, womp. You showed up in full badass
4: mode, it's what <laughs> <laughs> superhero Super- landing. <laughs> yep.
0: Remember that's really hard on the knees.
5: Yeah. So, so impractical.
0: Yeah. You gotta do the parkour landing, tuck and roll. Then 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 you can come to the superhero stance.
1: Uh, so
2: are they like is this steel boaties type words? Is this like parking enforcement or is this like <laughs> we need their their good graces to be able to enter the city? Like do I need to persuade roll them roll an to insight hear? check? Roll an insight
0: check. Right. Okay.
2: Is that okay? How do I roll that?
0: Insight is intelligence based or wisdom based? Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom based.
2: Not a saving throw. Wisdom.
0: Yeah, well, you can do there on your skills in there, you can actually choose insight under your skills and left click on the roll.
2: Why is nothing working?
5: Because it's Wednesday. Apparently. It's just hand. telling
2: me what everything is. It won't let me roll anything.
5: And you're, you're sauced. Uh, lower left-hand corner red uh, dye.
2: There's nothing there.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you <laughs> drink and play D&D. Nothing? And there's no, it's not there. Come here it. and look. There is nothing it's not wrong not there.
2: With that. I'm not lying. Look at my computer. There's nothing there.
1: Baby, <laughs> you're not logged in. Yes, I am. No, you're not. But that's it my
2: says, It says oh, my Womp womp. I don't know how you signed into them. <laughs> I
1: don't
2: either. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, Chip, did you miss okay, all the... Okay, that makes Have a lot missed... more sense now. Have you
0: missed all the shenanigans, <laughs> Chip?
2: <laughs> she
0: okay, so I'm doing Insight?
2: Insight. Okay. I
0: got you now. Oh, 11. You got a pretty good idea there. Uh, These guards are just basically feeling you out, seeing how you react. Um, The fact that you're not acting overly hostile to them or overly sneaky, sneaky. Uh, Mm -hmm. You (laughs) you guys aren't giving off a vibe that's going to cause them to anything else, but they're definitely giving you a sales pitch of trying to bring more, you know, trying to bring you, see if you want to come join them. But you're thinking you probably walk away. You could probably walk away from them pretty easily, and they won't do anything other than bid you a good. Maybe just bid you a good day. Definitely not going to slap gotcha. you. You, you highly doubt they're going to slap you in irons for simply walking away from them.
2: Okay, so, so definitely a place where you can be like, I've never just... been here before. I wanted to check it
0: out. Yeah. Well, they're like by by all means enjoy enjoy your stay here in Neverwinter. Um, if you. You know there's plenty to see and do, plenty of good places to spend your coin. And as uh, like I said, your just ta- simply says your talent your talents could always be used in the the Lord's protector's militia. They nod to you.
5: Um, I'm sure you'll be able to find us if you need us. A good day.
2: why did you open that door? I was fine with it staying
0: closed. And uh, they bid you guys a good day. And they go back to their <laughs> walk. <sound>
5: good
0: day. <laughs> actually they bid you a good evening since the sun is actually setting, I should say. And they seem to wander on down the street looking something. But uh you guys are in the what's known as the river section. Uh you do realize that the it's the section that leads to the docks. So it's a combination of industrial around the docks to merchant class to uh all the way up and in, to include middle class where it comes settling here. Um seems like it's a it's a nice district and everything else. And uh if you ask around, people quickly point out the uh quickly point their way point you the way to the baker's dozen. But you do get told it's like, hey you you guys are late. You know, they've closed a few hours ago. Or, and by the time you get there, within about 10 minutes of walking, you realize like, yep, guess what? It's a bakery. They're not open. They don't open in the evening. They pretty much run from early to early in the morning to early afternoon. And um has a, has a clothes sign on it.
2: So it looks like we need to find a place to stay.
5: Let's find a tavern. Because all good things start in a tavern. All good things start in the tavern.
2: All not good things start there too.
5: Yeah, but you don't know the difference until you're in the tavern.
0: <laughs> so, what type of tavern are you kind of looking for? The uh, uh, the 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 tavern the sailors like to go to. Something more of the
5: uh, yeah. ones not that not you'll find. Not the
2: kind. No. no. No, no, not the
5: Well, since apparently I'm fancy. Uh, <laughs> medium to upscale. Let's go with that. A little bougie. A little you bougie. got money? You got money. I broke. Oh, well, I've got money then. Excellent. Cafe Fancy Pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Fancy Pants. See me drop coins. I think Bowden got some... Uh, Coin from uh, a Viren they shared with everybody. If I remember correctly.
1: <laughs> I think I handed it
0: out. Yeah, you did. As you guys go looking around, you one of the taverns sort of meets your
1: your
0: it catches your eyes, and you're like, you know what, I like this one. That looks pretty good. You know, notice on the sign that's hanging out in front of it's just got a piece of driftwood that. Been recovered from the actual ocean on either side of the actual sign and everything else. And uh,
5: oh, it's a hipster tavern,
0: yeah. And you guys go walking in, and uh, you realize it's a three story building. And uh, upon entering, you notice old statues decorating its corners, ornate doors pulled. wreckages and use this fine table so apparently this is a bit of a they've gone through collected a bunch of old doors from the various buildings that have been damaged from the actual volcano blast now our tables and stools about half full this evening you can see the you can see people moving around serving you see one of the servers looks up to you uh a young half elf looks at you he goes find a spot we'll be right with you and moves off um you've got table you got a table in the corner you got several in the middle. there's some game of darts going on there's a there's a uh a dwarf over in the not really the corner, but probably what will be would pass for the stage and everything else just sort of up there it looks like he's playing a keyboard um keep keep everybody entertained, not singing, just keeping music and tone going and uh. You guys find a table that suits Adrock or you just find the first table you want to sit at. Uh
5: find a table uh that allows us the maximum amount of uh of sightlines uh throughout the place and is not near the door. Uh, Easy
0: enough okay. to find. Yeah. Um, I'm like a true military person. Adrock, one of your <laughs> your high perception allows you to see the in almost a similar situation with opposite where you and Kilgrace grace sit down a solitary orc sitting at his table with, with some food and drink, um, uh, food's probably about half touched. the drink can't tell with the mug, but, uh, seems to get a wide, not really a wide berth from everybody else, but it seems unusual of all the patrons to be a orc sitting in there. um, Nobody seems to mind him and everything else, but from your point of view and mindset, he's, he took up the same type of position that you did. Good sight lines away from the door, things like that. As you guys pull up to your table, uh, a, an elven female comes up. He goes, she goes, what can I get you, guys? What can I get you?
5: I have your finest spring wine. Spring wine. I don't get it very much outside of my land. I would like so.
0: She's she like okay oh, and she looks over at you, Kel Grace.
2: I'm gonna have to go with Cody's recommendation of avocado
0: toast. <laughs> they don't have that here. <laughs> She's like, Well, those might it might not as be as in the season as you like, but yeah, we we still have some. Excellent. Um, Thank you. She brings you out. <laughs> Brings you out a bottle of the spring two bottles of the spring wine, uh some avocado toast. And she goes, just just wave your hand, get my attention if you need some more. And she goes zooming off to whatever to the next table. They seem to be quite busy, even though, like I said, about half full.
5: I call uh Kel Grace's attention to the orc and and recommend that we uh keep an eye on him. Like like a, see what he's up to. I. He seems like an interesting folk.
2: Okay. Do you want me to watch him?
5: Well, no, because you're you're not subtle.
2: Um. I, it's stuff stuff. Is my middle name. <laughs> and I'm not having any drinks. I'm just having to avocado toast.
0: Well, she did bring enough wine for you guys both to drink.
2: Fine, if you must share.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> all right. So we're sitting and watching the orc. This sounds like a great evening.
5: Only until he gets nervous enough and looks at us. And then
0: we go over and sit with him. Hey, it doesn't take it doesn't take you much, you know, Gil Grace is about halfway through her avocado toast and you know she, she notice him stare you know, she can't miss the stare of the orc at all. I can never uh, finish my food. Yep. So you guys can finish your food. <laughs> you can finish your food or you can go up and walk over there. I mean, yeah. He doesn't seem to, it's not a negative reaction to you. He's just takes a good note of you and, uh, goes Do back we to, a, to, go to him or his... does
2: he
5: come back to us? He
0: does doesn't he get up. And... He's, he's an orc. They
5: don't, they don't go to anyone. <laughs> we'll, we'll go over to him and, okay. uh, I'll sit down across from him and, uh, Grace, you sit uh not too close to him but near him they don't like it when you get in their space
0: he looks up to you and he's like newcomers what brings you what brings you to the north
1: honestly
2: i've lost the plot at this point
5: i was actually <laughs> looking over at her to have her <laughs> tell me why were why
2: were you? spring wine. absolutely spring wine
0: spring wine you should be better off to the south in Baldur's Gate for the spring wine. City doesn't grow much of its own stuff anymore. But since the Well, uh, you know, city's still rebuilding from hot news explosion, a decade and a half ago. Still in like a long the time stuff. To rebuild. Well, because city was pretty much uh, about half leveled. What's the population left? And he goes, the corruption of the uh, of the ruling family didn't help much in the rebuild process either. But like or, I said, what brings you to the
5: North? What does bring us to the North? We're supposed to go see that Baker person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <coughs> so what brought thing. you
0: to the North was the Harpers asked you to go track yeah. down the Galt Neverwinter, retrieve him and bring him back to Waterdeep for the justice. And uh, in the process, you also... You know, I found out that Ufa's Warlock had escaped in Everwinter as well.
2: But, but how do we explain that?
5: We don't. We say we, we're on what the humans like to call a fishing expedition. Correct. Now, what brings you here? I'm curious as to, to seeing an orc uh, by himself. He goes,
0: oh. I come... Like, um, Coming to the town, I was looking for work. See if I can find find something on one of the ships, or maybe down to the docks. From every day, some days I get lucky. The
5: days I don't. Um, okay. What kind of work do you do?
0: Because mainly laboring, picking up, picking up and moving stuff around for the docks, delivering things for the uh, merchants. Not much else can be done. Not as easy as times as I was hoping to be to uh, make coin up here. It uh, just doesn't seem like they like to hire my kind. For whatever reason, you know, even though we are probably among the strongest, there they have to move stuff around and get stuff delivered. We can also secure it better than most of their guards. They 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 maintain. Uh, you notice that the as you're talking to them. You got a very clear distinction on his uh, forearm—a series of three uh, tattoo with three arrows on it that all fall into a circle. Is this a tattoo we
5: recognize from somewhere else?
0: Yeah, roll me a history check. Is yours? Is yours
5: better than plus four? Yours is plus two, isn't it? Plus two. Yeah, so I'll roll.
0: You guys can both you
5: know it. that. Oh no. Oh no, I'll roll two. Yeah, you'll roll two. Oh yes, you will roll two.
0: Yeah. So Kelgrace, you you recognize it. Um, and you're fairly familiar with their with the lore. Adrock, you recognize the tattoo. You roll high enough to know it's the the uh the black arrow tribe. Uh you know they're a tribe out north, but Kelgrace, you actually know that. At some point, you've heard stories uh, from your contacts that have moved goods for you up and never went. Some of the problems they had were the the Black Arrow tribe was always being an issue of stealing early on some of the goods that were being shipped in. They were more of a hindrance to the commerce of the city than they were helpful, Um, to the point where they actually... The mercenary groups that were the militias—I should say—not the mercenary groups, the militias that were hired to uh, help protect the city afterwards actually had to fight to force a lot, a lot of the tribe out of the uh, city because they were uh, more harmful than good to the actual commerce and the rebuilding of the city.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Also with a twenty two, you know that at some point some of the uh some of your contacts had had used the black or the uh black arrow tribe for various tasks, paid them paid them gold.
2: Do they normally run alone?
0: As a tri- are you talking about as a tribe? hmm Yeah, they're pretty um I wouldn't say they run alone, but they will
2: So is it like weird that he be by him? Itself, I guess
0: is my question. <clears throat> um in your profession, you're thinking probably uh... probably not unusual, but at the same time, uh you get you you remember the distinct impression that they were they're mercenary groups and they never really most mercenaries don't travel without some type of protection nearby. They travel in mm-hmm. some type of group. Okay. Mm. He goes, so, are you two looking for work?
5: Depends on the work. What do you got?
0: Really, just uh, seeing what I really just looking for information. I'm willing to pay for. Hear more about the uh, what's going on to the south. I'm assuming that's where you've come from, based on your.
5: Instead of instead of paying us for, why don't we trade favors? We'll tell you what's going on and.
0: He, he, gives an he gives an eyebrow raise. He gives an eyebrow raise. He's like, favors. Should be an interesting uh, call, but sure, why not?
5: Well, you look like you're capable. Uh, and we uh, explained to him at a high level what we know about the uh, political machinations in uh, Winter Deep. <laughs> He kind of yeah. chuckles and he's like, deep. and the uh, water deep, sorry, not winter deep, <laughs> never winter, water Can deep, I, uh, and the uh, the, got cold.
2: yep, we have like some sort of telepathic conversation where I'm just gonna like back out a tiny bit and see who else might be here actually, maybe with him. Well, Go
5: ahead. Give me a perception check. I can also put up a white noise barrier. All right.
2: 10, my passive
0: is 11. You're pretty sure he's alone.
5: Okay. Based off the look that she just gave me, I'm going to put up a white noise barrier. So I touch one of my stones and I make it generate white noise and I put it uh, just outside of um, our, between us and the majority of the room
0: Okay. Um, so
5: and then I guys... proceed to tell him about the uh, army of the dead <laughs> and the political machinations in uh, in in uh, Waterdeep.
0: He listens to you and nods his head. Doesn't really ask a lot of questions, but he goes that sounds almost as bad as up here. He goes uh it's kind of funny. Uh the neverwinners have been run out of the the because the, the neverwinners are, have lost their power not only in waterdeep but they've lost them here as well they are no longer the uh, lords and rulers the lord protectorate neverwinner has no longer can no longer claim the throne
5: up here anymore so and when did this happen because uh the
0: biggest changes have been over the last 6 months it has definitely been uh, quite interesting to see the uh, changes that goes on. Because there's a new Lord Protector, uh, Galt, uh, one of the short long beard guys, Dwarfs, that's what they call him. is uh, now the new ruler of Waterdeep, the new Lord Protector, as they like to call themselves. They uh, ousted the uh, Never winners for Corruption.
5: The timing is suspicious.
0: Why? Because the same thing happened in uh, Waterdeep? Yeah. I find that quite interesting, but because all the turmoil has uh, made it difficult for uh, those that were able to work under the previous Lord Protector, uh, made it a little bit more challenging for the the workers as they brought in others to uh help rebuild.
5: So uh Barry Galt Barney Barry runs since Sa-
0: now? Samael Galt, a dwarf.
5: Also not Barney Galt. I think Bowden's just having a, a go at me.
0: He was the li- you know, he was the uh lack of a better term, the liaison for the city to the uh board protectors but once the corruption was uncovered you know he became he took the mantle upon himself to uh, remove the Neverwinters and uh, take over the city as well as oust a lot of uh, Neverwinters uh, loyal militia as the town guard
5: how did he get away with that Especially, uh, is it overwhelming force, public sentiment?
0: I'd probably say public sentiment, but given the fact that uh, he was able to coordinate the other, he was able to coordinate all five of the militias together into what's now, I think, the Lord Protectorates, as they call themselves, the Lord Protectors, um, I think it was very easy to uh, turn the Mentar mercenaries into a little more, you know, Turn everybody into, turn that group into nothing more than a a street gang. Um, As you guys are talking, yep. you hear the clock chime about, you hear the clock chime about 10 o'clock in the uh, room, and he sort of looks up, he's like, well, he goes, I need to be getting going if I'm going to make it back, back, uh, back home at a decent hour or an undecent mm-hmm. hour. Where's home? He goes just outside the northern gates's
5: been a tell us his name
0: no he's never never introduced himself, but if you ask he will
5: i'm I'm adrock that's Kel Grace, and you are
0: he goes nice to meet you both. I'm guntar Guntar of the three arrows he goes you'll see me around here I generally like I said. Come down every day or two to see what work see what work can be found. He goes, wish you the best. To stay here, and he gets up, um, leaves some coin in the ta- leaves some coin on the table, and heads out. Nobody really seems to pay him any mind, and he heads on out of the tavern.
5: You forget the feeling that that was important, but we don't know why. Yep. it was an exposition work.
1: Yeah.
5: Alright, let's uh, I guess we should find a, let's look around. Is there anything else interesting happening here?
0: They got a small band playing keeping people entertained, carrying on. Your the waitress comes by, collects up the coins from the uh, guitar and looks at you and it's like, is there anything else? Um, you need anything else for the
5: night? You got a place to stay. We do need a place to stay. She goes, well, we do have a few rooms. So, uh,
0: for seven gold, we'll cover everything that you guys have bought, as well as the room for the night. Uh, That's just one room, a couple beds, or you guys can get separate rooms. That'll be a total of 12 gold.
1: Oh, boy. Are
2: we selling this honeymoon story?
5: Uh, We'll get one room. And that's seven gold, you said? Yeah, seven gold. All right. Did it just say more than one bed? Yes. Yes. Okay. Super awkward. We haven't actually talked about this. I don't
0: so as you guys bed down for the night? Aries, boat in and ship. You guys have made your way down to the dock.
4: Oh uh uh, 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 uh uh. This place is weird.
0: Yeah, you guys. Uh, as you guys are heading to the dock, you pass a brown chicken and a brown
4: cow. Brown, brown chicken, brown, brown, oh. Oh, no. chicken, brown,
2: brown cow. Brown chicken, brown
4: cow. <laughs> we, we can hear it from here. <laughs> so, wait what What are those letters in the upper left hand corner? What does TVMA mean?
0: <laughs>
4: Weird. I don't want to go on a boat
0: and so you guys managed to get boat in onto the marionette and uh, <laughs> they set sail and you guys set sail roughly at the same time you guys see the Adrock and Kel Grace head off in the distance and uh, as you guys make your way on the open ocean oh not Good really
4: saying that yeah
0: you guys still have the coast in sight who wants to roll me a d20 for their day of travel rolling 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 on the ocean
3: oh i can roll it
0: uh chips got it
3: oh god (laughs) i wish i had gotten it i wish i had learned to swim
0: The cracking comes up in sink. though. No, I'm kidding. Chip, as you, eh, Chip, you gotta, you look around and the, um, it's a good day for sailing. Ship uh, makes good time. You get, they don't really go far out to sea. You're not, you can still see the coast as you're pulling up. The crew seems to be having a leisurely pace. They, they get good winds. They're happy with the, they're not, uh, they're not calm they're not they're not calm sea so they're placid, but they're nice. It's so the type of sailing weather that the sailors like to see. Ship has a nice easy roll to it, no up sharps up and downs, things like that. But um the weather goes good. Uh one of the things you do see as you guys are traveling on the first day one of the airships that you guys encountered early in uh, Waterdeep, you see it off in the distance passing, uh heading in a southwest direction out out more into open water but it's not on the water it's probably 100 feet or so up in the air
1: mm-hmm.
0: if there's no you guys don't want to interact with the crew or anything else we'll go up we'll move, move on to day two for you guys let's do it who wants yeah. to roll for the second day of travel
3: me me i do <laughs> roll away Sixteen. Sixteen. Wouldn't that have been embarrassed if I rolled a good two?
1: Mm.
3: Yep.
2: I would have laughed though. It would have been great.
3: All
0: right, Aries, roll me a D eight.
3: Okay. Oh no. Oh god. Yep. Five.
4: Five. How many lunches does Bowden lose?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all of them. It's always all of them.
0: It's always, but Button spends enough time drinking that it's like, "Yeah, I don't really need food."
3: <laughs>
0: the weather's still a nice, uh, the the weather for sailing seas get a little bit rougher as a as a storm is not really storm clouds, but clouds coming overhead, and you're kind of surprised. uh You guys have never seen these creatures before coming up out of the water. You know, not too far off the ship, as you see water. Exp- exp- you know, explode into a water spout in the air. You see about a half dozen different little water spouts come up as these giant fish surface, uh, break the water, head back on, under it, and move and continue to swim northern direction the same way the ship is going. Um, are narwhals? You do see that they are giant fish as you see them. You know, when a couple of them dive deep, they got this big fin that's like. Five boating stacked head to toe long, as it, they do a deep dive, and as one of them comes up, you do see the long spherical. Uh, reminds you of a unicorn horn. Yeah. Of the whales as they uh, of these fish, as they swim along side the boat for a few hours and break it off, and they then suddenly they're just gone. They they just don't break the surface anymore and. The ship comes on, and a couple of sailors are like, "Oh, that's that's a good sign. It's good luck." And it's a very quiet day of sailing for you guys.
4: Okay. Okay. Oh, like... good. Okay. You buddy. look so relieved, Bodie. <laughs> how, how many more of this wonderful experience do we have to to deal with?
0: <laughs> he goes, "Oh, we should be." He goes, "We'll we'll easily make uh, ne- never winter by." You know, we got one more day of sailing. Who uh, wants to give me the third and final roll for the trip north?
1: Uh, Guess I it's got to be you.
4: Uh, All right. Here it comes.
1: Right in the middle.
0: Right in the middle. Boating, give me a D6, sorry. D, not a D4, D6 roll.
4: Big two. All right. Two Kraken's. <laughs> Two krakens.
0: and as you're oh, no. standing off to the side of the ship, like you always are, just sort of, you're thankful that the trip has so far been basically uneventful, even for your stomach. You're kind of surprised that uh, you know, you, you're like, I'm a dwarf. I do not want to be in the water. I can't swim. I sink to the bottom. You're always clutching the rail and everything else. And this time, you're you're almost. When I say almost starting to enjoy it, you still get that queasy feeling. And everything else, you sort of look down at the water, and you're kind of surprised as you look over the rail. You see a see a rather large fish face looking back up at you. Uh, that's hanging. That's sort of clinging to the side of the ship. You can see the uh, body sort of twist and turn and ride the waves, but you can see the web, webbed hands and uh, webbed hands. Excuse me, not webbed feet. I've to sort of grab the hull of the ship and are looking up as it's it's almost trying to climb up the edge. It sort of looks up at you. Gives you a big, big, toothy grin smile. I'm going to
4: go wave at him.
0: You you see the big smile. You see the smile get a little bit bigger. You see the eyes flare like a golden screen color. Uh, I need you to give me a
4: saving throw. (laughs) Okay. Versus. Wisdom. Gee, I can't do that. Twelve. Total? I got... I rolled a
1: six.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, well... You feel the... uh The urge to jump in the water? No! <laughs> you, you feel the magical energy wash over you, and you. You suddenly hear, you know, a really melodic voice in your head that says, Come. Come join us.
1: The sirens! Oh,
4: you know, I have probably been completely over overestimating the amount of entertaining it would be to be on a boat. I think it'd probably be better in the water. Jump. boom. Bodie! And Wait, ship. Bodie, did you
2: just jump ship?
4: Bodie just yeah. jumped in the water for some reason.
2: Bodie. That's
5: That's Cyrus. crazy. That's <laughs> Did the DM tell him to, or he just like I'm gonna swan dive?
2: He ran into sirens, dude.
5: Oh,
0: he he's Chip, You guys have always watched Bowden and everything else, and you know for for a moment it takes <laughs> you guys a second to realize he's climbing up on the rail, something he hasn't done. And you're like, is he not really knowing what to do? And all of a sudden, you guys just see him jump overboard.
3: Oh what my you-
1: gosh!
3: Can I? I- I can't pull him out. I'm not strong enough. What about you, Aries? Can I reaction make an acrobatics check to try to catch him?
0: Yeah, go ahead and give me a uh, acrobatics roll.
3: <laughs> oh whoops. Oh, there we go. Not natural, but a 20.
0: Okay. Nice. So Chip, you sort of like you get that horrified look on your face. It's like, is he really? And you see Aries just jump into action. And as Bowden so how do you grab him, Ares? You want to grab him by the ankles,
3: you want to grab him by the shoulders? I'd like to lunging jump, grab his ankles. Okay. <laughs> Into the side oh of the boat. <laughs> Blam! And since, is, and since this is a acrobatics check, I'd like to hook my uh hook my feet onto the, the railing of <laughs> yeah. the floor. This yeah. failed
0: and it's broke. <laughs> so Aries, you go jumping towards him as Bowden literally tries to do the swan dive into the ocean and everything else. <laughs> Wrap his ankles and everything. Bowden take four points of blunt damage as you smash into the side of the ship. Ooh, bludgeoning damage. Both of us? No, just just uh, Bowden. Okay. As as you caught him, you keep him from falling. You realize, like, holy crap, a dwarf in metal weighs a lot, and you've noticed. You could never figure out why he hasn't taken his metal armor off the entire time he's on the ship. But he is uh, there and you're holding him. I look up. Oh, you're coming in too. Come on. Yeah. The
1: fishing says it's nice.
0: Chip, you can clearly hear voting, yelling back up to <laughs> Ares going, hey, the there's a fish that's telling it. it's It's nice to come into the water.
3: Hold his sho- I hold his shoulders once he's back on board and just Slap right, well, him slowly. Get yourself right. together.
0: Well, <laughs> at this at this point before you get to do that, we need to roll initiative, you three.
3: Oh no. <laughs> there we go. All right.
2: I really think we're we got off easy here, uh, of course, Badrock.
0: We rolled well. Uh, yeah, you guys did. You rolled all around the good numbers.
3: Eleven. Okay.
1: Eleven.
3: Nine. Nine. Nine nine. nine. Oh no. We're the same person. Do I need okay. to cover
2: my ears to keep the sirens from making me jump in?
0: Uh, it's not, it's not, it, 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 the siren basically casts charm on Bowdoin.
4: Oh, uh, the hot uh, one. Bowdoin's sitting there singing, <laughs> Oh, the uh, that's funny. Under the sea. That's why I've Bowdoin wrote his, too.
0: uh, a wisdom check. And I was kind of surprised he failed. I was like, you wrote, What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think this was going to be a problem. It's like, that's
4: your thing, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Bowden, you're sort of hanging there. You're looking back up at Aries, like, what? Let me go. And Aries, you see, you clearly see the uh, half fish, half, half humanoid hanging on the side of the ship. You see it uh, reach out with one of its, it takes one of its webbed clawed hands off the side of the ship. So okay. it reach by its side, you see it, uh, not vanish, not varnish, but a brandish, a whip. You see it flick up and wrap around, and they attempt to wrap around Bowdoin.
4: Oh, it's, uh, it's a party fish.
1: Bowdoin, don't go to that party. <laughs>
4: it's, it's a reverse mermaid. The front's fish, the back is not.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. We'll leave that to the imagination of the audience. Right. I'm not going down that one anymore. No, nope, so, just leave that one alone. Harry's <laughs> boating. You see the fish you know, bring out the bring out the whip and you see a uh you you see like a flying fish come out of the water as the whip hits the butt, hits the edge of the water, thinking it's a lure, grabs the whip and jerks him a little a little bit and the whip does not move up. He rolled a one. <laughs> All right, it is Aries or Chip who wants to go first.
4: Even Fish can a roll.
0: Right, uh, that was a horrible Bodhi. <laughs> fish you is looking down fishing? like, no, I'm not fishing
4: for you. Get off my line. Get off my line.
1: Can <laughs> I go first
4: who has the higher decks? Um, or who wants to go first? Or yeah, <laughs>
3: pick one. I have a plus zero for decks. I've got a plus one, technically.
0: Aries, you're going first. Okay. Um, what would you like to do? You're hanging over this. You get your midsection against the rail. The upper half of your body is hanging over. You're holding Aries. You see this fish man creature off the side with a whip, and he's trying to flick a fish off the end
3: of his whip. Can I pull him? Can I pull Bodhi up? Um, yeah, um, give, me a strength,
0: give me a strength check.
3: Strength check. Okay. Is that the same as the strength
0: saving throws? Yes. Okay. That is strength saving throws. A strength check. So awesome. awesome. Twenty-one. So click the button Two. on
4: strength. Yep.
1: yep.
0: yep. Nicely done, Boden. You feel yourself pulled back up over the railing, and you easily pull pull him and yourself back up over the railing areas and deposit Bowden safely back on the ship. And that that's when some of the actual sailors are starting to notice what's going on, and starting to move over. Like what in that? They're slowly starting to see some uh, reaction. Something's going on. Um, that was your action? You still have a move and a bonus action if you'd like to do something.
3: Uh, I'd like to get... Are any of the fish on board?
0: The only one that you saw was... he. Technically, yes, he's hanging off the side of the ship about halfway up.
3: I'd like to move a little closer to the, the one that's climbing the ship. So when he... Or when they get onto the, uh, the, the ship, I'll be there waiting.
0: Okay. You can... You draw your weapon or you just sort of stand there empty handed to the box with it?
3: With my with my great sword equipped, yes.
0: Okay. You pull you deposit Bowden on the uh deck of the ship, pull your great sword out, catch the attention of uh several of the sailors and everything else. Chip it is your go. What what would you like to do?
1: Oh my goodness. Bowden, are you still under the spell? Are you or do you still think you're going to this swingers club?
0: You see, you take a look at Bowden's uh, demeanor and everything else, and there's a glossiness over his eyes, and and he's got a longing look as he looks back out over the uh, open water.
1: No. Aries, how confident do you feel you're going to be able to pull Bowden back up?
0: Oh, he's already back. He's already planted Bowden back on the deck. He, okay. You saw him heave him by the ankles pretty much oh. then Dropped him on his back instead of his head.
4: Not for long. Do I need to restrain? I think I'm gonna try and restrain Bodhi for the time being until we
2: snap him out of it. Is there any rope nearby?
0: Uh yeah, that's a ship. There's plenty of rope nearby. Uh give me a you can either do athletics or acrobatics to uh restrain your dwarven friends.
1: Alright.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, that is a terrible. Oh, you, boy. you
0: unfortunately realize that yeah. that loan, as soon as you go, as soon as you start moving up, Bowden basically stiff arms you, right? You know, that stiff arm, right. That, that, that hits right at the bridge of the bridge of the nose and everything else snaps your head backwards and everything else. And, uh, as he's standing back up to get ready to go, as he's, as he's, uh, taking his action now, Boden, what would you like to do?
4: Jump into the water.
5: Okay.
0: God. Damn
1: it.
0: <laughs> you guys as a reaction. You guys can try to stop him as a reaction.
5: As a reaction, smack him. I'd so like to guys, do that.
0: So you guys can do this one of two ways. As a reaction, you guys can individually try basically roll your attack to stop him from uh not not attack, but roll a either acrobatics or athletics check. Or one of you can assist the other and give the ac- actual act well, yeah, give the other one advantage on their role
2: i can That's i it. i'd like to give aries advantage because these are not my strengths
0: okay i've
3: got i've got proficiency in acrobatics
0: okay well you now have advantage on your role to grab boden from going over the rail okay let's do that uh 16. yeah <laughs> uh boden you're good about about half of yourselves over the rail as you're fighting you've got aries sort of pin you on there and everything else. Um,
4: These are fun people! Let me go!
0: <laughs> so, uh, depending on how much fight you want to give Bowdoin, you've got... You want to try to break the grapple and go in?
1: Uh, no, I'm not... Uh, let's see. What, what 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 would he do?
4: Uh, who's... who? He's got a, a pure pure outright grapple on me at the moment?
0: Yeah, he's got you outright grappled basically preventing you from moving.
5: I'll give him back. Okay, he won't, he won't think that's coming.
4: Can I just turn around and hug me? Can I, can I pick us both up and jump in together?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can. I'll try that. Oh, no. <laughs> Would that not be disadvantage?
0: Uh, he's going to get a straight roll on this because you, you got him pinned. Ship is helping you and everything else.
3: Yeah, you know what? You're fighting two people. And I've got heavy armor on, and yeah. I'm let's, like let's, six feet let's,
0: tall. Let's go with disadvantage there, Bowden. Okie dokie. <laughs> between boat, between Ares <laughs> and ship, fighting you, uh, you're you're not making much progress to get over the rail anymore. As you're trying to push your way over there, they've got you pinned out very good.
1: We're missing the party.
0: If you would like, you are more than welcome to make another charisma saving throw.
4: I think I'd like to
1: try
0: that. It's a good plan. Let's get home. You guys can chip, and areas you can clearly see, the charm effect and the gla- and glassy eye look and the longing look in Bowden's face dissipate.
4: Suddenly replaced with
5: abject terror. What
4: the hell was I doing?
5: <laughs> Harry All White right, was playing in the background. <laughs>
0: Uh, second round top of the order (laughs) (laughs) goes from a natural one to a natural 20 right (laughs) so as you as Bowden you're like what the heck was actually doing you feel a you you feel a uh, wet think of it like a a wet piece of cloth wrapped twice around your neck and start to pull you backwards (gasps) as it successfully wrapped its whip around your neck and you can feel (laughs) you can feel slight barbs um biting into the soft soft flesh for one point of damage.
4: By the way, I'm I'm getting the heck away from this water.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, that was this action that doesn't have move. It's going to try a strength check to try to pull you over, Bowden. Good luck with that. <laughs> this is an opposed roll so you get, it, right. you get it opposed. And you're actually being granted advantage because of your buddies.
3: Oh sweet. Oh yeah we're holding on to you. That
4: that should do it.
0: Or not? You, you guys managed to do. You actually tied his roll, so it's a stalemate. Not really a stalemate. He the the uh, sea creature is actually winning a little bit. You guys can feel Bowden slipping backwards, but it's ever so slowly. Mm-hmm. Aries, it
3: is your go. I'd like to. Uh, can I like for a point of damage or, or however much damage seem fair, <laughs> grab on to the rope that's holding. Uh
0: the seaweed whip that's got wrapped around Bowdoin's neck. And pull the creature up. Yeah, you could do you can do that. As you reach out, grab the whip, um, and you want to pull. Uh give me an opposed You have see
3: this movie. I'm not sure you want to do that. Opposed strength, you said?
0: Yeah, you're doing a strength check. You're doing an opposed strength check to either pull him up and he's gonna to try to fight back and not oh, get okay. yanked up the ship.
3: How's it 24?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yank. <laughs> you, you reach
0: over grab grab it one-handed since you got your big sword in the other hand and give it a big hard yank and chip and bowed in and areas you probably the biggest fish you ever see comes yanking up eye level with aries got the big you know probably tip to tail seven feet long it's got the lower half is all fish scales with fins and everything else the upper half is the torso of a of a uh human humanoid female with the big uh fins on the front all scaly skin uh but instead of where the nice soft lips would be it's the mouth is pulled back in a snarl with just pointy sharp teeth that are three rows deep
2: cute
0: and ship it is actually your go oh my gosh Get him, Chip. Get
2: him,
1: Chip. Can I use my ukula? ukula, ukula?
0: Yep, what would you like to do?
1: Slice and dice.
0: (laughs) Give me a swing. Ukula.
1: Nope, wrong one. 13. 13.
0: Uh, You see as you swing out to uh, hit it, it brings its uh, forearm down (laughs) to deflect you away and you can you feel the hardness of the scales on the skin to be like yeah oh, that's um the the fish scales are pretty hard. Just barely missed.
1: Oh did I miss
2: and hit the whip?
0: No. Actually that that's because the, the creature's arm is well above its head being held up one handed by uh Aries right now. And it blocked with his other hand. Bowden, it is
4: your go. I call upon the spirit of Bahamut and all of his protection around me. I cast spirit guardian, guardians. Okay. Oops. Oh, ignore that for the moment. <laughs> yes, the it, it, He's within 15 feet. He'll need to make a, a wisdom save of 14. 10. Did not make it. Okay. No. Eat. Oh, wow. That was better. <laughs> uh, eat that many points of damage. Ouch. Yep.
0: Ooh, that's a lot, actually.
4: And it's every round, as long he's... as he's near, as long as he's within fifteen feet of me yep. and or, or us. So, what do your spirits' gardens look like when they attack him? They are little bitty dragons. They are <laughs> little, little, little platinum dragons that fly, that fly all around and then jump, jump on them and start pecking at them and ripping at them with their little tiny claws.
0: So it's the worst type of hornet's nest you can be in. Exactly. Good to know. Round three, at his go. as you can see, the sailor, you guys can hear the sailors in the background have now started to react and they're starting to uh, call out, you know, border. They're they're calling out, you know, they're they're calling out sea creature, things like that. They're, you know, so you can hear people starting to move. Aries, you see the sea creature that you're holding up simply looks up to you, hisses really loud, and lets go of the whip and starts, it falls back into the water. Okay. You see it's a splash. And you see as the ship's moving forward, and the ship's moving forward about 10 knots under the current waves and everything else. You see it go, and you see it vanish in the wake of the ship. Cool. It is your go. You're holding uh, up a seaweed whip in your hand with the handle just sort of floating in the swinging in the air, the other end wrapped around Bowdoin's neck.
3: Right <laughs> now, we've got no... Uh, enemies right
0: yeah you look around and you see all the sailors are looking on the edge of the ship moving around looking at stuff calling out all clear all clear all clear uh apparently this was a single creature that came up to try to lure at least one sailor when i threw off
3: just to make sure we are safe yeah uh use uh my charge of my uh, obscuring ring and cast fog cloud around the uh perimeter of the ship so that it can't see us anymore?
0: By all means, yeah. No, I just, guess, <laughs> You guys stand there for a minute.
3: Uh, little dragons look around.
1: Don't see the, nothing, boss.
0: <laughs> they're all sort of fluttering around, the three of you. And, you know, There is, as, you're, as you activate your fog cloud ring, you see it sort of billow out from you, and you see it start of wrapping around the ship, and the sailors sort of get a nervous look, and your captain looks over at you and goes, what in the hell was that and what are you all doing? He comes <laughs> walking up to you guys as there's a light fog now enveloping the ship as you guys sail through and the it doesn't seem to you know, the fog stays with you the entire time as you move. Mm. Sort, of, sort of dims the sun a little bit, makes it a little bit cooler on the deck, but you can mm. see the sailors are a little bit more nervous constantly looking around as they've lost their line of sight uh, effectively.
3: It does say a wind of moderate or greater speed, at least 10 miles per hour, just my fog thing now that I'm reading it. So that might have okay. been stupid, but, <laughs>
0: but eventually it, it eventually blow, billows out around the ship. And within a couple of minutes, you see that just sort of blow past the ship. And, you know, there's a collective sigh of relief that happens with the actual crew as they can see the. Sun in the water more clearly once again, With the captain's still looking at three. Me like, what in the hell just happened?
3: We got attacked. We had the save our would, friend here.
0: If somebody wants to give us survival rule, they can identify what came up.
3: It was a fishy lady with
4: lamprey <laughs> teeth. I think it's called a fishy lady. <laughs> Fish lady. <laughs> I don't know. Is a fifteen good enough?
0: <laughs> yeah, is good enough. Uh, they're called you know they're. They called everything from schwagen to merfolk to sirens. Uh, So this was definitely more of the merfolk that did it. Uh, But at the same time, they were. And the captain's like, you just saw one of them. Just one. He's like, thank the gods of the sea that there's not more of them.
4: perceptionally really yeah. peeking around making sure there aren't any more out there. Captain
0: calls out, says, you know, basically has a stand to guard of sailors and everything else. He's like, well, we'll be in the harbor soon and everything else. And we won't have to we won't have to worry about that. we'll be up in Neverwinter by in a few more hours. Good. Uh, so
4: Thank goodness. I'm gonna go hide underneath my uh my bed.
0: <laughs> you go hide in, at the bottom of all the hammocks.
4: Yes, underneath the hammocks. <laughs> this is a good place to sleep for now.
0: <laughs> so, as you guys finish your third day of sailing, and we'll move back to the the morning, the second morning that uh, Kel Grace and Adrock are at the Driftwood Tavern. They, you know, they get up, start the second day of their uh, activities
5: yeah we get up we have some breakfast i don't know if uh wants more avocado toast um but if uh if it is not important to the plot we'll have breakfast and we'll go uh wandering to the uh, baker's dozen to go see this person we're supposed to talk to
0: okay you guys easily find the baker's dozen uh as you get within a couple blocks you're like yep there's a good bakery near here and uh you can see that it's rather popular with uh, the locals to grab their various morning baked goods their you know, after breads and things like that. So you guys sort of, unfortunately get there and you get a a line of people waiting. So you sort of take about 15, 20 minutes to wait your turn as the uh, you guys make your way into the bakery. Uh, There's about three women running the bakery. Up in the front, taking orders, selling. You've got a short, uh, dark-haired female, uh, dark brown eyes, covered in flour as she's moving back and forth to, make, to get the uh, baked goods out of the oven onto the various racks to be sold, uh, telling people to get out of the way. There's a rather tall, I mean, Kel Grace, you're what, seven feet?
2: Yeah, pretty close.
0: Yeah, she she's only about six inches shorter than you. Uh carrying on with the customers selling and she's got a a bit of a you know, short blonde bob of a hair weave, blue eyes, uh elven lady. Uh and very good salesperson and everything else looks up at you and uh goes huh good. <clears throat> she goes. Good morning. And what would you, what brings you to the bakery to try? You know, what fine wares of our bakery would you like to try? Harpers. You say that just directly. <laughs>
1: Apparently it is.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, she sort of stops, pauses for a second, and she looks back and she <laughs> she, she looks over her shoulder and she you hear calls in the back. She goes. Annalise, I believe there are customers here for you.
5: And oh. uh, <laughs> they didn't give me the they didn't give me the secret handshake. Sorry. Yes.
0: <laughs> you see a.
1: Uh, There's no subtlety, um, subtlety
0: here. no subtlety. You see a, a, a brunette stick her head out, and flour on her face is you know, and she's got a piece of dough that she's smacking back and forth. She's like, "Oh, you finally made it."
1: And she looks at she looks at the uh,
0: <laughs> she uh, looks at the uh, lawn and she goes basically nudges them through and she she sort of points you through the counter and everything else. Walks back and everybody else is just going through the bakery buying stuff. It seems like it's a normal business day. They're like, she goes, ah, oh, I was told by uh, uh, Lady Haventry I'd be getting visitors. Wasn't expecting some somebody so. Uh, obstinatious. She goes, I'm, I'm Lees," and she puts I down... Think the,
2: that was about you, Fancy Pants.
0: She puts down the uh, bread and calls over to Marie. She's like, Marie, handle this. She dusts her hands off. She goes, come. She walks into the... uh I'm back. They said you wouldn't be subtle. Uh, if
5: the, <laughs> the enemy's here, we have far bigger problems than myself and Kel Grace.
0: She goes... Mm. She takes a seat on a stool and in her office, um, leans up against the wall, and you see at least one other stool in there, but that's it.
5: <laughs> I uh, I I nodded to to Calgary to take it. Um,
0: you all. So she goes. I understand you're here to uh, track down. Uh... You see her stop for a second, pull open a piece of paper got uh, de Gault, that's right never wonder she's like uh the former open lord of waterdeep
5: it seems like there's a lot going on right now uh both here and uh in waterdeep
0: she goes that that is an understatement of probably the year considering what's happened in the last 6 months uh i wouldn't say a coup but uh definitely a change of leadership um she goes, the Neverwinter family is no longer in favor here whatsoever. Uh, bode well for your task, or it could create a hindrance. I'm not sure which way it'll go for you. See, so you change. pull a piece of candy out of a bowl, a uh, piece of hard candy out of a bowl, offer it to you, and she pops one in her mouth.
2: It's just like Alice in Wonderland.
5: Uh, Changes is seldom for the better. Eh, who knows? She's like, yeah, you might
0: be right, but. Um, so, what can I help you with then?
5: This is where I need some, uh, not plot armor, but I need some plot exposition. It's like, what can she help us with? We're supposed to get a dude, right? Are you lo- I have no idea. I'm just listening.
0: She's like, uh, well, uh, I take it you need to know his various locations, the locations of his estates. He's got one in the city and he's got two outside the city. Uh, the Black Lake District is where his family house is, but I'm not sure if they're even staying there anymore. I mean, um, would he be
2: dumb enough to stay in his estate if he knows people are looking for
0: him? The city, problem. probably not. Um, he still has his... Uh, the Mentar mercenaries are still loyal to him. So... Uh, It's probably more easy for him to and his family protect himself outside the city in one of their actual estates. There's one up in the woods, up in the forest, uh, just south of Mount Hitno that somehow managed to not be absolutely leveled when that volcano blew 15 years ago. And there's one to the south, uh, a farming estate. That's probably about two hours south of the city. Yeah, want to think of it. Either way, you go, they're about two hours out outside the city.
5: We'll start with the one in the, in the city, just
0: to. Uh... Yeah, you're more than welcome to. So you guys, Black Lake District's not too far. It's the uh, northwest northeastern district. Um, what, the so. She's what like should we expect there? Honestly, I don't know anymore. Uh, last I heard, the Neverwinners had cleared out and left. They left a basically a house staff there to maintain the grounds with a few guards. So we know the new Lord Protectorate had served a warrant for the Neverwinners' arrest. But best of my knowledge, they didn't collect up any of the uh, any of the family at that at that location, and instead of creating animosity with the the rest of the town, they didn't. They also didn't bother to arrest any of the actual staff that was working there to maintain. That would have just looked bad on politics, I guess.
5: Having been the recipient of trumped up charges. How much of this is legitimate, and how much is trumped?
0: Um, from what I can tell, uh, the gaults were well, not the but the never winners were uh, pretty favorable when it came to favoring certain merchants and certain people when it came to business and everything else and cutting other people out. I wouldn't say any worse than any other type of royal family or noble family or anything else that does business.
5: So, why depose them and why now?
0: She goes, That is a question I am trying to answer. She gives you guys a, a bit of a look and everything else for a moment.
1: What she kind goes, For look?
0: What, like she's trying to size you up, to make a decision of should she tell you more or should she just leave it where it's at? Um, and Kel Grace with that. Mm hmm. You can.
2: Can I persuade her to continue?
0: You can make a persuasion roll or you can. Well, I can.
5: Uh, can I step in and tell my story?
0: Yeah, you're welcome to.
5: Okay. So before I was on the road to. Yeah. What's the name of that place? Is it Winter Deep? It's not Winter Deep. It's Water, Water, Water Deep. Thank you. Before I was on the road to Water Deep, I was employed as a spy, uh, which hobgoblins you wouldn't expect us to have the infrastructure for spying. uh, We're a rather warlike race. But because of the death and destruction on all sides, we decided to train spy masters. And I was one of the early students of this training.
1: But because
5: my sponsors had fallen out of power, I was exiled. And the only place I was safe was outside of our realm. And that's how I found myself on the road to... Water deep. And I don't believe it's a coincidence that all these things are happening. The same things that happened in my homeland are happening here. And that's why I want to get to the bottom of this. It
0: goes interesting. You come from the east, I take it. Yeah. Interiors. How long ago were you banished?
5: Years. Years months it's, it's hard to tell that the time flows differently in this realm gotcha oh
0: so you've crossed the you've you've crossed over from one of the
1: other worlds
5: i'm not safe on my own plane
1: makes it even more interesting and see
0: why lady haventry took an took an interest in you can't speak for you there uh, Kel Grace, if you want to, what would you like to say in your way of persuade your way of your persuasion?
2: I, sorry, I'm just like catching up to the idea that he's like, what? Hold on.
1: Okay.
0: Flew in from another realm.
2: Yeah, apparently, like this is all news to me. Um, we have not had deep conversations.
0: Apparently. You probably should have laid that out before your honeymoon.
2: Apparently, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. Are you all right there? Uh, it's
5: canon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's now cannon with double ends. Someone's getting shot out
2: of it. Um, that threw me off a little. I, I'm gonna need a moment to like figure all this out.
0: If you uh, need a moment, you can also just give me a persuasion roll.
2: That that might be a better idea. Fifteen plus six, twenty
0: one. I love how the players are just rolling on top of things and all the all the monsters are rolling like crap tonight.
2: <laughs> um, that's fine with me.
0: I'm sure it is. She sort of nods to you, and listens to him, and is like listening to Ad Rock and goes, you know, okay, well, She goes, yeah, there's a lot of different things going on, and she walks over to a wall that looks like it's covered in invoices she has tacked up there. It's like her whole life of what the bakery is. It's got a list of flowers, delivery times, costs, things like that. And you see her grab one corner, and you see a um, shimmer of energy as she pulls it back. And you see this same size board, but it's a link analysis chart. Um, best way to say it. It's got the picture of, it's got a picture of the gulp. Uh, it's got a picture of his family, how they're connected to, you know, it's got various strings connected to the cities. It's got the, you know, where it used to say Lord protector under the gulp that's been crossed out entirely. There's a picture of a, uh, older dwarf. um, Definitely up there, not not old age, but he's definitely past middle age. Uh, the beard's starting to actually get much more gray in it. Uh, nice color picture. Uh, Samuel, we don't
2: recognize this person.
0: Yeah, um, you haven't seen him before, but you've seen, you've heard the name before. Okay. Uh, Samuel uh, Samuel Galt. He's the new Lord Protector of Neverwinter. Okay. yeah so the the old his old title used to you know, say mayor underneath and now it says you know lord protector Uh there's another group up there called the sons of a- a- Aginar. um there's a question next to it, so it says there's a in question mark gray quotes question marks next to them it shows them connected to many nobles and the cities and everything else uh, formal noble family, and this has a note up there that says formal noble family before never winners took power. You can see a bunch of different connections as she's finding, as she's been taking the time to do several different investigations out there. But she looks up and she goes, yeah, and she goes, I was kind of surprised to see the sudden change in rulership myself. She goes, as you can see, it has been a very convoluted way to understand what has been going on. And she goes, and politics here and Neverwinter are nearly as bad as politics in Waterdeep, it would seem, try to figure out who's who. And the one thing that really catches your eye off to the side is... Called the abolithic sovereignty, and it's just—it's not connected to anything else. It's just a phrase that just sort of sits off the side of the chart.
2: I'd like to ask about that. I don't remember the a word.
0: Abolithic sovereignty.
2: Yes. What is that?
0: She goes. I don't know. And she goes. I've ran across those wo- that phrase twice. In the time I've been researching Samuel Gulp, Samuel Galt and I have no idea what it means she goes the one person that had mentioned it to me has vanished since then and not seen him in five months but
2: who is that who mentioned it to
0: you uh, she goes a uh, second mate on a ship called the, the the Neptune Sun, she goes just ran across it indifferently. She um, but than that, don't not do not know. She goes something I'm still looking into, but she goes as you can see, lots of politics, um, and it, it the way things have changed, and I feel like something is pulling the strings behind them making these changes, making these changes faster and faster.
2: This be a reference to the marionette.
5: Ooh. That's the reason I didn't like the name of the ship. Someone pulling the strings, a marionette. Surprise! (laughs) The DM was a little on the nose with that one.
0: (laughs) Hey, even a blind squirrel finds a nut.
5: Like chipmunk?
0: Yep. So she goes, um, I don't know how it all plays out. All I know is the Neverwinners now are really the bad guys. Uh they're the they're no longer the favored uh noble family of this of the city anymore. Lord Protector Galt hasn't gone so far as to banish them or call them out, but he has definitely made it clear that they're no longer a favored member of the city. I suspected sometime he will call them out and uh and take their holdings, but I don't know what is holding what is stopping that at the moment.
2: Are Maybe, they still in the city? Sagan? Are they still in the city?
0: She goes, I suspect they're at one of their houses, either in the forest or in the farmlands. Either the forest to the west the farmlands to the south is one of the one of those two estates is where they've hold up. The the mentor mercenaries that is basically was the city police until maybe two months ago. They are definitely the they were the power most powerful mercenary group militia that Neverwinter had, and they were the town's protectors. They are no longer in favored. I'm pretty sure most of them have moved to protect their former uh boss for lack of a better term or they've hold up in there or they've hold up down in uh the southeast part of the city where their main keep is she goes I don't really know what's going on but she goes if you're here to collect a never winner, it's your task has become very complex because of most the uh change in government up here not that it would have been complex Beforehand, but at least the uh, Lord and Lady Neverwinter, who were up here in charge of the city, might have actually handed over their uh, uncle to justice, as they seemed a lot more fair than uh, most of the most of the groups. I'm
2: starting to wonder if uh, fighting for the good guys is actually worth it. It seems very complicated.
0: Well, who'd you, if you're not fighting, for, if you haven't fought for the good guys in the past, who'd you, who'd you fight for?
2: A uh, pipe is a strong term.
0: I'm sure life is never easy. Never. She goes, but I can at least uh, give me a day, maybe two. I can get you some more information about the states and where they might actually be. Uh, give you a good hard hard information uh, right. on the gulp. Uh, I, I did hear that there is a... Uh, Mercenary group that is, uh, that at least Haventry had mentioned to us to keep an eye out for, called the Brotherhood of the Wolves, that might be actually the same target as you.
2: Uh, okay.
0: Just to, um, probably somebody just coming up to collect a bounty. Got it. I'm guessing this is your first quest with the Harpers as a member of the Harpers. Because I, because if you if you do good, leadership will uh
1: will definitely reward you well for a job well done.
5: Is there a secret handshake or a wink or a nod we can use instead of just saying harpers all its time?
0: <laughs> she kind of chuckles. She goes, kind of a bit of a joke on Lady Aventry. She she sent word ahead of you guys and uh sent a picture of your of you guys to uh me so I, I knew what to look for but uh and she reaches over on her desk and pulls out uh two pendants uh nothing more than that looks like uh a literally small harp uh that you can wear as as a you can use it you know as an earring it could be like a pendant you put in a cloak things like that uh, she goes these generally blend in quite well and people sort of seem to miss them so
1: better to have an open secret than have something too complex thank you she goes well i mean are you and where are you guys staying while you're here
5: the name give her the name of the place we stayed at last night. We're not very good spies. We don't know what the name of that place was. Driftwood Tavern. Ah yes, because they had Driftwood everywhere.
0: She goes, Oh, that's a good spot. Uh she's like, yeah, not not a very rowdy crowd, but uh good food and uh good entertainment. So um and about that time you you hear uh somebody shouting from you hear somebody shouting from inside the uh probably the kitchen area going we need help we we got more stuff going on she's like well i think i've taken up enough of my business time with you guys and uh unless you guys got questions nope i will she's like well come back uh come back tomorrow afternoon we close about we close about three o'clock come back then uh just before we close and uh I'll see what information I, I'll see what information I've gathered for you.
2: Thanks, appreciate it.
0: So, unless there's something else that you guys want to do, Calgary's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: go ahead and fast forward to when the marionette docks at the in Waterdeep, or excuse me, not Waterdeep, Neverwinter.
2: Um, can I ask her really quick if okay. the do I know the name of the ship?
0: Yeah, knew, yeah. Okay. They told you they were hired. they was being hired. The the marionette was being hired in.
2: Okay. Uh, given the the political climate, you know, my friends are coming in on a ship called, uh, the marionette. Is there anything that I need to know to get them into the city safely? Like, the name kind of freaks me out, and has from the very beginning. She's like,
0: uh, haven't heard of. That ship before, but um, they'll pass by the dock master, it should be good. Um, and just for your reference, as a player, don't forget you guys all have sending stones that all connect to each other that have a okay. distance of current plane of existence.
2: Current plane of existence, That's a good yes. question. Thank
0: you, sir. Yeah, so uh, you guys can have a conversation anytime you want. Um, use the magical sending stones just uh, for player knowledge, but uh, yeah, she says don't know anything about it um she says but if you if you're concerned i will uh i'll make some inquiries she goes, i think that's the first time i've heard of that ship pulling in and never thanks i
2: appreciate
0: it yep uh Bowden, you are never so happy to see the wooden docks and the land again as the you step off you and your companion step off the ship and kind of, Go ahead.
1: Ares chip. Come here.
4: Follow my lead. Bowden goes into the most overdramatic approach of sneaking and, you know, skulking as, as much <laughs> as he could possibly do, which is completely pathetic. It's given the fact that he's wearing armor, that every time he, he sneaks ching, 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 ching. He goes into full-on spy mode. Uh,
2: Chip casually walks behind Bowden. <laughs>
0: I guess yeah. I follow Chip and Aries. I mean, I don't watch- know that you have a choice, dude. Sorry, Chip and Aries. You watch <laughs> Bowden try to. It's like watching a child move through the crowd where they're trying to sneak where everybody can see them out in the open, and you get people looking, shaking their head. Uh, they don't really enter them but you do notice a couple guards sort of look at Bowden look at look up at a gentleman with a big uh big hat with a feather in it that's coming walking up to the ship and then, uh
4: I notice the guard I look over at him I give him a knowing nod
0: <laughs> you guys are watching this two of you are watching this interaction uh <laughs> Kel Grayson Bowdoin, you guys are at the end of the dock watching Bowdoin to sort of <laughs> make a silly entrance down the dock. <laughs>
2: I mean, I didn't expect any different, not gonna lie.
0: You're not sure what music's <laughs> playing in his head, but there's definitely some <laughs> tune that is playing there.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: please tell me he, like, tries to roll down the the uh, ramp. He uh, didn't think of it, but now that you mention it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that would just make my life.
0: You see, you see Bowden. And you see a couple of the sailors that are moving. You know, when they move barrels, they're not load, not picking them up. They those, you know, a couple of sailors got two or three barrels that are rolling together. You see Bowden sort of squatting next to him, rolling the sailors. Are sort of, <laughs> the, the the guys are looking at him, and All of a sudden, as the barrels start rolling down the hill, you see barrel. You see Bowden tumble down, sort of roll with the barrels and oh, hand God. against the crates. Uh, he, he, he hits one of the wooden crates a little bit harder on the docks than <clears> anticipated. <throat> And that's where one of the guys steps over. You're right, Master Dwarf.
4: Oh, yes, fine. Oh, uh, Thank he's you. It's
0: like, like, sorry about knocking you down with the barrel. Oh, no problem. And, <laughs> and the f- five of you are reunited in the harbor of Neverwinter. <gasps>
5: and it feels so good. <laughs> Not, and, uh, <clears throat> All right. Agent Scales. Agent Tall Guy. Fan- Agent Fancy Pants. <laughs> What did you find out? Nothing. We got this cool button now. We're <laughs> part of the club now. You see, for the first time you've ever seen
4: pure unadulterated jealousy in Bowden's eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you also notice a you also notice a uh, Bowden's neck is not like a sunburn, it's more like a rope burns around his neck. It's you know, uh you can see. So the hair has been dramatically waxed, waxed off <laughs> his Man. neck and everything else. It's nice, bright and red. It almost looks like
2: Did you have uh, a uh, spa appointment on the ship, dude. Did
5: you try a new position?
4: I got oh, caught please. by
1: a fish.
5: <laughs>
4: Seems a little weird, but uh, yes. yeah, trust me, I got uh, caught by a fish, but we said it packing.
2: We're gonna need to unpack that over a few uh,
4: <laughs> nights. Uh, good idea. It's a little too. Hey. It's a little too bright out here. I think. <laughs> he goes up. <laughs> you
0: guys watch Bowden try attempt to horribly sneak off, <laughs> like a child in Disney World trying to sneak away from his parents so he can go on to the next ride. <laughs> Well ahead of him, not be associated. We should you. put a
5: leash on him. Like they, like <laughs> the then
4: then did. I realize you guys are following. Try stop. Wave leash.
0: As you guys make oh, it back man. to the Driftwood Tavern, we'll bring this episode of Smash Loot, and Roll
5: <laughs> Stealth Edition to a close. Oh. It was the exposition edition.
0: You guys managed to have a very successful flight north while the uh, seafaring group almost had a loss of the of the healer, of all of all groups <laughs> to be lost. The healer almost did not make it
5: north. The healer's like, I'm going to wear full armor on a ship surrounded by water. <laughs> I completely trusted Ares and Chip, 100%. <laughs>
4: To join me into the water.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
0: Good job to Chip and Ares for keeping your healer from uh, doing, doing something really stupid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Going under the sea.
5: Yes.
0: As Sebastian would like to say.
4: God is my witness. It was a pretty girl at the beginning.
0: <laughs> it was the best looking dwarf you've ever seen.
4: I Long-braided beard. Oh.
2: oh, I can't process that one.
4: Sorry. What? Uh, don't yuck my yum.
1: <laughs> Christina, did you miss this? Oh, I missed it so much.
0: Well, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Well,
0: next time we get to see how you guys... Um, Great. Travel the the main city of Neverwinter and solve your manhunt.
2: I I I feel feel like the stealthiness needs to be left to the stealthy people. (laughs) I think I'm getting better at this. (laughs) No. no.
0: And Aries is up there going, Why did I join this crew?
2: (laughs) I I
4: don't know. For the last I have no words for you.
1: For sure. Okay, good.
4: I got got plus one in stealth. That disadvantage.
1: (laughs) That disadvantage. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you like I said, you guys have all successfully reunited on the reunited at the docks of Neverwinter, made it to uh, the Driftwood Tavern, and uh, you guys have time to plan your next set of shenanigans (laughs) for the future and figure out.
5: That's the right word for it.
0: Indeed. Gain access mm. to your target of D'Gault Neverwinter. While Adrock and Kilgrace had a quiet honeymoon flight north, the trio traveled by sailing ship had a little more excitement. If not for his companions, Bowden, our Dwarven Cleric, would have been lost to the Siren of the Sea. Our adventurers and agents of the Harpers have successfully reunited in the harbor of Neverwinter. Now our adventurers will need to devise a plan to capture their quarries. We look forward to hearing their shenanigans next time on Smash Suit and Roll. Thank you for listening, and take care.